Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? (laughs) And the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! On WGR. Hump day? Sports Radio 550. Before you get mad, remember that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, Okay. Just remember, just okay. I, I want to preface this mm-hmm. by saying, by reminding you politely, uh, politely, that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I appreciate your consideration. The Bills are not in the Super Bowl. What do you mean? They're really not in it. Why do you hate I them just, so much? I just checked again. Do you hear this guy? They're not in the Super Bowl. Marge. I don't know why this Marge. guy's wife's name is Marge suddenly. I don't even know what I'm doing. What's, what's, know what's, what's the guy's name? Uh, Earl. Earl, Earl and Marge. Earl and Marge. Sorry. This is probably we have a dog, Margo. Condescending in some I've way. told you about Margo. Margo. Margo's a, Margo's a peach. She's seven pounds. Yeah. 7.6. Yeah. Re- mo- most recent update, 7.6 pounds. <laughs> so uh, big, big Marg. But then I feel like large Marg is better. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Large Marge. Yeah. Large Marge. Yeah. But I'm going with large Marg. Yeah. It doesn't really work. Uh, no. It's... Large Marg. Larg Marg. You got to go with. Larg Marg. Larg Marg. A little early for that. No one will really know what you mean. All right. Why am I not The Chiefs are though? in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's talk about the Sabres. Okay. Why do you want to ruin everything? Is that what I'm doing? I don't know. It's, it's okay. I, 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 um, I feel like we have not done any of this. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, and one of the days you weren't here, I, I think, was, yeah, well, sure. The, they got clobbered by Columbus that oh. time, and that was a day. Like, I, I, ha- I just, I, I, let, I let it loose. Uh, and then the next day, I, I talked to Kevin Adams. And since then, I honestly have been rooting for nothing substantive enough to happen in their games. So that I wouldn't ha- ha- like feel like I need to address it. 
You know what I mean? Like no egregious loss. No, I mean, I would love a win streak. That would be great. But you know, a fourth chance at a three-gamer last night? Nope. nope can't get that. So um, I feel like they've just been sort of over there. They're like a box in the corner that hasn't been unpacked in a while is what it feels like to me. Yeah, I get that. If they lost 7-1, one of these recent games, not there have been many recent games, but right. you would feel, well, I mean, really, like, their last games were the Bills were still playing, you know? It was just that California trip, and so it's been a, it's been a while. Last night was, just to say it once, I mean, it's not like they were terrible. In no, the they were actually pretty pretty good. It's one of these games that if they were having a, a different season, you know, if they were close uh, to a playoff spot at all, last night would have been like frustrating, but also kind of well, you know, they're, the signs are good. They're playing good hockey, and the results will come, and they're in the race, and like so, no big deal. But instead, it's a game where you know you have a million shots, and you get bodied by an all-star goalie, and you know you can't put together a three-game win streak for the first time all year. I mean, apart from this personal or this conflict you and I sort of talked about just now, think about like just when is it enough already? Um, can can we avoid them? These kind of mm-hmm. things that, I mean, just like it's a choice you make in here um, that that stem from how long it's been since they've been good at all, right? Like it's yeah. It's not that, I mean, maybe fan interest has even sharply declined over this, you know? Uh, that would make some sense. But it's not like they they have a different existence, really, than a decade ago. But a decade ago, the Bills season would have been over. The Bills are part of that equation, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's over is over, and we would be all over, like, what to do. The tra- Do you know when the trade deadline is in the NHL? Like this would be a date, speaking for myself, this would be a date that I would know from the beginning of the season mm-hmm. when the deadline is. Sometimes I'd end up taking a trip right around it. It would miss the show uh, during the deadline. Like we would take that first week of March. March 8th this year is the deadline. And whether they're on a 12-year, I'm, I guess I'm counting this year already, but whether they're on a 12-year playoff drought or not, you still have to operate like you. You care about that. You want to talk about sure what to do about that. You can't just ignore it. Because I'm just talking about it. Mm-hmm. You just can't ignore it because mm-hmm. you know middle stat. Counting this just for clarity's sake. Counting this this season we're currently in. It'll be this will be 13, won't it? Uh, they made it in 11. Okay, so 12 to 21 plus two. Okay. This is third. Yeah. 24, so 13. Yeah, it'll be 13, yeah. Sorry. Just, I just wanted to make sure I, we had that right. I, whatever level of math you it's need very to know how long it's been that we since know the Sabres have been the dr- Every now and then when I reference the Bills drought, I I, have to, I sort of catch myself, God, was it 17 or 18? I don't remember now because, you know, it's been just been salad days here since, like, 2019, basically. What does that mean? <laughs> salad days? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the The best. I think. Why is that the best? I don't know. What makes salad so special? I don't know. So this is 13? This will be 13, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't know I think, that. I think that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. No, but so, right, they still have uh, a team to run and uh, a future to map out, 
and the trade deadline will be a part of that. I think maybe the most interesting person in the organization to talk about, other than the, the people who are going to make the actual decisions, but a player that I think they have maybe an interesting decision to make on is Casey Middlestad. Right. Their leading scorer. Um, you know, we, we've been thinking about this. I don't know when I first mentioned, like, is he going to get, maybe when he started looking like, you know, a top line player this year on top of what he did at the end of last year, I think, like, is he going to get one of these contracts or is he the first guy that they're going to go, oh, here's this good young player who's, you know, emerging and maybe looks like he's about to hit his ceiling, but we've already committed to, you know, Tate Thompson and Dylan Cousins, and we've got these other younger players coming, and, you know, is it time to make a call on Middlestat? And I, I think it, it probably is. They haven't talked, at least Kevin Adams, when I asked him. Um, and I carefully worded the question because I wanted to know whether they had interest in extending him now or at any point this season and whether Middlestat's representation had called them seeking that. So when I asked him, I asked, like, has either side broached the idea of an extension here? And he said no. Um, so that, I mean, that that's a clue, I think, that they aren't being proactive about it. Now, he's a restricted free agent for another year, I think. He's maybe like in the, in the Reinhardt situation where mm-hmm. they can have him for a little while longer, but if he's not in the long-term plans the time to max out on a return for him would be right now. Which is not an easy decision with all the other guys they've committed huge money to. Um, deals that I applauded almost every time. Mm-hmm. Thompson, last year at this time, everybody was talking about what a steal he was at 7-1. Cousins, mm-hmm. oh, look at this guy. The future, what's not to love? Why so much money right away? To avoid what happened with Reinhardt. This is the trend. Owen Power, why not? Eight and a half? Mm-hmm. Darlene, of course, before him. And Skinner, the holdover, three more years at $9 million each, Yeah. by the way. You know, it's Middlestat is an interesting conversation. It's a month. I, I don't know what the right move is. Like He's been nice, but they're losing again. And there's only so many of these contracts, really, like, I'm not sure what I want them to do when it comes to middle stat. I think not only, I would I'd just let me try this, is he the first guy on the team to talk about, in terms of the trade deadline, what to do? I think he's the only one. Is there another player on the team who doesn't have one of these long-term contracts that would not, it would be a non-starter? And Jeff Skinner, even, for three more years. It's a non-starter. Like, there, nobody's trading for... Right. And, and there are players... The Sabres don't want to trade Darlene, right? So you've got a half dozen guys or so non-starters for any trade idea. Who else would anybody want? That's probably it. For what they make. Right. For who they are, their mm-hmm. age, everything. Some Somebody want... Like a, a Gergensen's for the rest of the season, something like that. I, maybe, maybe, but you're, that's not an effectual right, may, trade. May, yeah, maybe Eric Johnson. Maybe you know vet, veteran seventh D, whatever. Sure. That, yeah, you go uh, go ahead and trade those guys. Uh, uh, Why not? Oposo, may, maybe even. Um, that's not a lot, a ton of money anymore. But yeah, you're not. 
you're you're mostly just doing those players a favor. Like if they want to go somewhere and play in the playoffs at the tail end of their careers, uh, you know, to varying degrees. I mean, Gergensen's you know younger than Oposa when Eric Johnson, but still, it, it, you send them on their way. But you're not getting. You know, you're not shape shifting your organization with the assets you acquire in those trades. I mean, you're just you're no. just getting you're just getting extra late round picks is all you're really doing, and maybe you can throw those around uh, as part of something else. But it, it's not it's not anything that's declarative about the direction your organization's headed. Very little chance anything any asset you get back ever matters. So. Middlestat's the only guy. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's just all too depressing, I guess. But another year is going by, and it's what are their chances? 5% maybe-ish to make the playoffs? I mean, it's just Coming out so of the break, that's what slim. it was. I don't know if last night's loss, how, how, how much of it all that damaged it. But, yeah, it's, it's single digits. Probably didn't help last night. L- last night's game, I mean, they dominated in shots. But you had I, I don't know is what's what's fair to say here like I'm thinking of three plays I'm thinking of Thompson in the first period off the wall Oposo was on the ice Thompson comes off the wall and he's got a good look from the top of the left circle the goalie's right and kind of an easy looking save like a stick glove blocker save uh, Cousins on the shorthanded semi breakaway late where just a pad save, right? Like he, he's got a good he doesn't he's not in alone, but he's got a good, mm-hmm. you know, yep. path to the ice, path to the net, easy pad save, end of play. And then the one timer Middlestad has in the final seconds. Great pass across, one timer, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. again, like just easy save. I mean easy easy for me to say. Right. But none of these saves looked like spectacular I can't believe they didn't score right. kind of plays. But those are your best guys in primo positions and yep. no, nobody can score anymore. Darlene had some great looks last night too. You didn't mention that there there's the one that went up into the netting that he mm-hmm. caught and then spiked. Yep. Uh, yep. There's another one in the middle. Like the play is going on. Did you notice this third period? No second period because the Sabres were going right to left. Uh, he comes down the slot, misses, puts his stick up over his head. Like he wants to break it over his helmet. And Dallas is retrieving the puck and coming out of the zone. And he quickly regathers himself and rejoins the play. But, like, frustration is at a peak right now with that guy, I would say, last night. Like, I I mean, we've seen his temper before, but this looked different to me. Both of those plays where where he caught that one and threw it down to the ice, and then this one where, again, like the – the game is still going on, and he's just like standing there in the middle of the slot with his stick, like he's going to Bo Jackson at like a baseball bat. First game out of a long break, right? It's not even the third period. This is Diggs, they, the first, it's, the first series of the playoff right. game against the Bengals, gesturing at Allen, like, "What are you doing? Where's the ball?" Yikes! Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. He cares, you know. Like, but boy, that's that's a lot of that's a level of frustration that I. I guess I don't like seeing. Well, not everybody's the same, but you're not likely to be at your best when you're carrying that around. Right. And this whole team plays like, I don't know, are they whatever meaningless <laughs> label you want to put on it. Last year, they were third in the league in goals. This year, they are 22nd with mostly the same players. Last year, they were eighth in power play goals with 63. This year, they are 28th. 
with 21. Thompson had 20 power play goals himself last season. Yeah, he has four now. This team has 21 for the year. Right. Well, I mean, elephant in the room is is always Granado for this. Um, I think it's incredible that a move wasn't made already because that's what even the medium teams do in hockey. Mm-hmm. They get in a slump or just any sort of any sort of body language like that would make you question what is going on. This you have this almost the same roster one year to the next, and you go from one of the highest scoring. Da- most dangerous teams in the league offensively to any one of these other years, you know, where just... In a, yeah, in a season where going into it, the, the the priority seemed to be, for lack of a gentler way to put this, like reeling the offense in a little bit, dialing that back a little because we need to be more responsible. We need to learn how to play, and, and there's merit to that. I mean, you need, you need to be able to play both ways, both ends, and, and play better defense, and they have managed to now, in the last little while, and even last night again, sort of tighten that up, but the scoring still does not exist. And the power play, even though they, they did get a goal last night, um, I mean, it's stark, the difference. I mean, you, you've got, you know, you're, you're tracking towards having less than half of the power play goals you had a year ago. Just about. Uh, I mean that's just that is a that is a t- that's tough to overcome. Well, hey, I mean, how many times did you hear it last night? Keep shooting, pucks to the net, shoot, 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 no bad shots, shoot from anywhere, pucks to the net, pucks to the net. Ever think of passing? Maybe I mean, just that one game where it was like, don't be pretty, and they were so pretty, and they won. Like, what happened to? It's always it's always the same in hockey. It's always just shoot, pucks to the net. You know, in football with the Bills forever. It was always establish the run, you know, January, windy, cold, best teams the Bills ever had, lit the league on fire offensively, and guess what happened in the last five years? Same thing. I mean, the the only good teams the Bills have had since the merger have been dominant offensive teams. Not the same point, but the Sabres, what's your favorite Sabres team? 06, 07? I mean, just flying up and down the ice. Last year, finally out of nowhere after a decade, you had Jack Eichel on the team for years, and it was still bad. Last year, finally, it sprouts, and you have these beautiful goals and scoring depth, and you know what the Sabres did? That's not going to work. Right. That, 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 is, that was the choice they made, and we are this far into the season. They chose to not do really anything about it you know, from, a, from a coaching standpoint. And to me, like I, I, you know, I, I would say now, like it, it's, it's so late, it's too late to bother. So, like I'm not even in here like clamoring for it. I, I, I felt like I was a month ago or six weeks ago. It seemed like a like a reasonable enough idea. Not to say like Granado is solely to blame for this, but teams do do that in in pro hockey when you're not getting the result you were expecting. They chose not to. And a part of, I am so demoralized about them, largely because nothing happened this year, trade-wise either, and I don't know what what the trade deadline will bring. There isn't, like we just laid out, I mean, Middlestad is interesting, that's really it. And what is, what, what's going to happen in the spring and the summer? You know, if they, if they didn't want to move with these results... 
What, what I'm sort of bracing for, I don't even know if I'm bracing for it. I'm just nonchalantly accepting they're just going to go forward with this. Maybe this defensive structure that they're, they're getting credit for in, in the last few weeks. Uh, make, you know, they'll have a, maybe they'll have a good stretch run here. And, I mean, would anyone be surprised if they just rolled it back out again next year with the same coach and the same staff? And, you know, maybe a player or two. Maybe they do trade Middlestat. Um, and maybe that gets you a defenseman that you've been needing for two years to play in your top four that you knew you needed, I think, last summer and chose not to address, and you still have that need, and so here we are. I just don't think anything substantive is going to happen to them between now and next October, other than they'll, like, you know, paste the images of players on buildings downtown for a fancy cool new open that gives us chills and makes us cry because it makes us remember when the team was actually any good. Like, that's what I think will probably happen. Like package this up in something, and you know we'll eat some good hot dogs or something in in October before the opener, and the team will just be what it's been, which is this. So frustrating. Yeah, it kind of is. You know, Lukanen, by the way, could be interesting too. He's RFA, just like Middlestat, and he has gotten it together. So imagine, imagine the Sabers. I mean, it's. It's what they've built. Um, go to this deadline, and like their best goalie and their leading scorer are like the trade candidates. <laughs> just, and they're both young. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could not trade them and have a press conference talk about how obvious it was that they're going to be core pieces and then sign them to way more money than they'll probably ever be worth and just bury you in terms of the cap. Not great. I don't think Lukanen's going anywhere. He's he's more likely to get a contract that makes us crazy than he is to get traded. I would say, fine. He's play. I mean, he's played well enough to he did. He probably has earned that. Uh, but I don't know how much it'll it'll matter. He's playing great. He played great last night. <laughs> one goal. I, I I couldn't I couldn't get my way to more than one goal. Tough. There's even the point that. How the Sabres played last year is way more entertaining. You know, this is supposed to be entertainment. It's why they exist. They exist for the fans. Right? You know this, you know this speech from me. They exist There's for no, the fans and, and because their sole existence is to win the Stanley, to win the, win Stanley, Stanley Cups. Cups. Uh, yeah, like the <laughs> sole reason for being. Sorry. Whatever. It doesn't matter. There's no natural law that says there needs to be professional hockey. Yeah. They exist for the fans. So let's take the first fun team we've ever had since Briere and just bury it with defense. That ought to work. Uh, all right, well, the, don't forget, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that was uh, that was something. That was 20 minutes on a hockey team that, frankly, I didn't miss at all while they were off. Trista Crick coming up. TK Pucks, I doubt, I doubt she's in a hockey mm, hockey no, mode. Probably not. Uh, it might be the last time we talk to Trista for a while as the football season ends, but we'll enjoy it. Greg Wyshynski on the Sabres and the NHL season to date, and we, ha- we might have a chance to talk to Sal later. hope that we do. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Thanks for listening. This is WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 